This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. All right. Everybody good? Hey! No. DQ? What's D- up? How are you? I'm good. Great! Ask him the question. <laughs> Who'd you go to lunch with? There it is! Yes! Yes! <laughs> I went and uh, sat by myself and yeah. reflected on the things I've done in my life. <laughs> Oh, wow. The double life. This is double life material right yeah. here. Why? Double life. Double I, life. I, I you went, won't tell me. I went. Is it because I won't tell you? I have a need to know these things. <laughs> Last time I told you, you, li- you said I was lying. Well, you didn't tell me who it was with. But I told you, and you said I was lying. Well, I didn't believe you. <laughs> I went, and I But saw- I see... I. I literally saw the receipts yeah. for this one. Yeah, he, he had I the saw receipt. the receipts. <laughs> I went and I saw Mark and Laura at the All American Steakhouse and had a great lunch. And uh, with someone with else. With someone else. No. There were two meals on there the ticket. There were. One was yes. a salad, well, which un, tells un, me something un else. Unhits the wagon, man. Good grief. <laughs> watching my watching my figure. I gotta be so you ate two lunches? You ate I gotta a be- <laughs> huge, a humongous salad I, and pasta. I got to be on TV this week. I got to look good. <laughs> I got to look full, like I'm not, I'm, you know, emaciated. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe, DQ, he got the salad for later. Right. That's exactly what I did. To go. There's not a salad in the fridge. I went home first. You went home. He was gone for like hours. Hours. Many hours. And then you still made me go get you a drink. That was for a different reason. <laughs> We were getting a little, uh, couldn't feel my face-ish right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about some water? Why would I want to ruin a buzz? Okay. Uh, here is um, um, a text on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Uh, Zach being engaged by the end of the year. <laughs> that on the Vet Saracen app? But well, we're working on that. We're, we're working on that. Uh, we are. We're going to uh, get to that. All right. Um, mm. Thoughts from the weekend. Let us know here. 866-285-4005. Abner would like to know, what DQ, when we can interview your boyfriend. Oh, fair. I feel like you have tormented him enough. Tormented him? I sat in between well you two, and he told, me, like he told you... me everything. Well told said. me all the things you do. It's been done off air <laughs> enough times. Does he want to fill in this week? Because, yeah, I mean, really. we, got, we got an opening. <laughs> we've got, to, we've got, we got to, nothing but time here. He's right. really into football, so I think he'd actually want to talk about it. Well, you think he'd be interested in talking about his ruined keyboard? No. No, he wouldn't be interested in that? Okay. Yeah. I'll teach him how to run the board. I'll just be gone. <laughs> uh-huh. There we go. I see. Okay. All right, we could do that. Uh, let's uh, see here. Um, what does this say? Um, all right, we'll talk about this later. This, uh, <laughs> this battle uh, game and whatnot, Missouri and everything. The um, battle game? The battle game, yeah. The battle I, game. I guess so, okay. yeah. What else do you call it when two of the two of the four worst teams in the league get together and one guy scores forty two points? What do you call it? In front of a not so packed house at uh, Bud Walton. There's never more people at the baseball game than in Dallas and at the basketball game in Fayetteville. I have no doubt about that. None. And I know they put nineteen two on the score sheet. Um uh, no. They lie on the score sheet, folks. They well, lie. Even Chuck said the crowd was light. Right. Thank you. No further questions. There were more people in the uh in the uh, in the big grill on uh, on mm-hmm. Saturday for that game with uh, Oklahoma State. All right. Anyway, there's a, there's a lot of stuff from the weekend that we can get into, and there's a lot of other weird stuff out there uh, going on that we can uh, talk about. That's more fun to talk about than sports, honestly. So, you know, it's wide open. You can do whatever you want. That's fine. You know, just don't have Brian call in. With everybody else, that, you're, yeah. you're, you're more than welcome here. Uh, it's my obligation to remind you that this hour of the Ruskin and Zach show is brought to you, Brian and Ozark free by cards. If you're looking for a company to dispose of your waste responsibly, like Brian cards recycling is your best option in Arkansas. No job too big or too small cards does it all. Call eight, seven, seven, five, nine cards. Cards recycling is, is the official residential and recycling company. The Ruskin and Zach. Show. I think we're all on the same uh, phone carrier. I believe that's uh, we are? correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you see the big windfall we're getting? Did you see this? Did you see this? Yeah, I got mine um, Saturday. We're all getting DQ. 
five bucks. Uh-uh. No, no. I got ten. Well, you, you have, you have two? two phones. All I said was I got ten. Okay, so you have my... two phones. Well, all I said was I got ten because you... they want to make it right. So, well, gonna... they, they five dollars. They refunded oh you the the basically what it cost for the outage. Five bucks. Hey, you know what? That's fine. Hey, that's that, that's ten bucks. I was gonna give them now. I can put it back in my pocket. Uh, DQ, a new clue has emerged oh, on the McClarty Daniel hotline from uh, Mark in Springdale that says Zach definitely outpunted his coverage. A new clue has emerged in the great lunch of uh, Monday uh, Interesting. In, uh, in Springdale. So there you go. Thank you, Mark. That's uh, Mark of Mark and Laura. That's right. Yes. Thanks, Mark. Way to go, Mark. Thanks, Mark. We have people on the inside. We DQ. do. We know. We have people. <laughs> We've got our best people on this. I don't know what you're talking Very about. Very interesting. It is. Uh, Mark, could you send over the security <laughs> camera footage, please? We'd like to review that if you don't mind. Thank you. Yeah, we're getting five bucks, DQ. How are you going to spend your uh, your big, uh, your big windfall. windfall here from the... Uh, mm. Hang on. I know. She's going to go get coffee. Yeah. Well, I think can... I'm going to buy Scratchers. Oh, That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, really? hey, look, yeah, if you, get, you don't have a 401... It's not my money. It's well, theirs. If you don't have a 401k, you always got to scratch. <laughs> I don't. I'm going to be doing this till uh, either the station closes or I die, whichever one occurs first. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Here's a great scratcher. text out of the 479. Mark out here snitching. That's right. Yes, and we'll be uh, expecting that security <laughs> camera footage uh, at any point at any moment now. Oh, here's you. a great. Oh gosh, here we go. Text out of the 417 because it's always the 417. There you go, Missouri. If you accept the five dollars, they have silenced you. <laughs> that was a great text. You know, <laughs> You are uh, you are uh, complicit in this uh, in this fraud, right? What if I parlay their five dollars into like two thousand dollars with a scratcher? That's yeah. what you should you should just no, put should it in your best person app. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I put five. Okay, all right, I can do that. This bet is brought to you by the Chinese. AT and Z. Like a really outrageous one too. It's not like they're giving you the five dollars. They're just going to charge you yeah. five dollars less. So it's like a it's like a court storming fine in the SEC. Pretty much. Yeah. It doesn't cost you a hundred grand. Right. We're just, just not giving you that hundred grand, and we're right. giving it to the other team if it's an SEC game. And if not, then we're just uh, you know divvying it up or whatever. <laughs> I see. It's like that. Huh? Okay. Did you They've see the silenced uh, you? That's pretty did good. Did you see the uh, the Masters uh, the Masters Club dinner invitation that went out? When did that come out? Uh, you... Well, they haven't sent out the menu yet, but they uh, they they sent out the invites. John Rahm is your yes. defending champion, um, and he's got you know you're cordially invited seven you know seven oh, p.m. Yeah, host whatever. And then at the bottom, it says PGA Tour guys uh, kindly meet on the ninth green at nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've never seen Happy Gilmore, go see it, and there you go. That can't be real. No, that's the real one. No, that that's can't the be real. real. One. It was put out by Shooter McGavin. That's correct. I mean, that's Shooter McGavin uh, would know. How does he know? <laughs> I like when they put the menu out. That's the one I look oh, yeah. forward to. Yeah, you got to go through that. And you want to know like uh, how many of the old heads are like, I'm not eating this crap. You know, they 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 you know ask, hey, can the kitchen make me you know this because I don't want to eat. What would you What would you want if you were the master champion? What What, what would you want, sir? Uh, I want fried chicken, macaroni and cheese. Oh, you're going southern. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, okay. It's right. it's Augusta, Georgia. All right. It's not Augusta, Maine. Okay. I don't I'm want lobster asking. bisque. I lobster mac and cheese. Uh, that's a, that's a possibility. I could get with some of that. Mm-hmm. Macaroni and cheese, cornbread. Oh. Regular or the the stuff you make in the skillet. Regular cornbread and don't put any peppers in there. No. If you put a pepper in there, I'll have to send it back. Little salad, sweet corn, banana bread. pudding. Oh yeah, but you have to have Nilla wafers, not the knockoffs. Actually, no, 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 no. It's got to be Nabisco. Yes, has to be Nilla wafers. This is the one thing you're right about: is it's Nabisco or nothing. That's the way it is. We have a floor pie for dessert. We'll see what. I mean, they, at the we'll Masters see. dinner, I mean, I think it'd be great to have all the uh, PGA pros eating. They off don't the floor. have floor pie at the wedding. They don't call us back. Same. Well, then I'm not. Going. Oh, just saying. I'm not Name going. names. Pick up the Get phone. Get them to do it. <laughs> Pick up the phone. 
Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or mobile device. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. We have a text that has come in. Yes. From Tommy Kraft. Yes. You guys are doing a great job. Thank you. We're all proud of you. It's like uh, it's like Leslie great. Nielsen in the airplane. Now we got to do extra. You're all doing stuff. a great job. We're counting on you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's see here. Woo! Why isn't basketball part of the battle line rivalry? Because nobody cares. That's why. Okay. <laughs> what? What? There's that. What? It's... Do you have a better answer than that? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. No. But I mean, look. If you wanted to win the battle line rivalry, you need to include the women because they keep beating Missouri. Why do you want to include basketball? Because you can't win in football. That's why. That's why. We know what it is. Everybody everybody is exactly the same. Trying to just, you know, sneak around the uh, the actual issue and never tackle the issue at hand. Just, you know, I remember this when um, the first year, uh, the the COVID year, twenty the, the spring of 21, when um, everybody was trying to figure out how to get Arkansas like a, uh, you know, how, how do we get recognition in basketball? How do we win the games? It's, it's simple. And they yes. did that year. And they, they got in, they and they got in there and made some more noise. And then there you go. Yeah. Ooh, the Cheddar Bay Biscuits at Red Lobster would like a word. Oh, Here's the brother. thing. Is if I can make them at home, you're off the list. You're not, they're not as good. They're not, you, you, well, I'm just they're saying you're off good. the list. Give the secrets out. I don't know. If, if I can buy your product and make it at home, eh. Out on that. Okay. Uh, here's a text. So the- <laughs> Which one? Abner. Yeah, he's had- he picked up on my impression earlier. Little boy blue. He needed the money. Oh. Yes. <laughs> the dice man. And he would do the cigarette like behind his head like this. You can't see it on TV. <laughs> anyway, you will see it on TV one of these days, though. Okay. Okay. Oh, Red Lobster is not fast food. Oh, wave it off. Yeah, wave it off. Yeah, fast casual. No, 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 no. Now, if we're doing fast casual sides, that's a whole different deal. Because we're putting chilies, chips, and salsa in there. That's what just happened is we went to the monitor, and we reversed the call. Well done. Well done. Take it. Wave it off. Wave it off. Like that. uh, Like that Houston uh, three pointer the other day against Baylor. Wave that off. Nope. Wave it all. Not counting. Still in his hand. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. Let me, uh, what does this say here? I have no idea. So the boss listened. No. <laughs> well, he was told. It's kind of like one of those, uh, those group searches when, uh, mm. when, you know, you, you, you type in a name and somebody goes, tells them, Hey, they're talking about you. Move on. Mm. Here's someone who is, uh, ill with must fever. And the only prescription is, uh, going to the tournament. More cowbell. A text on the, uh, McClarty Daniel hotline must magic going strong on the way to the tournament. Listen, listen to me very carefully. You beat a team that just got blown out by Missouri. Or excuse me, by uh, Tennessee. And then you beat Missouri. And you're going to face Vanderbilt. Maybe, maybe. Hey, Hey, I love the ball where it lies. You got to play a team in front of you. Love the optimism. But maybe, just maybe, we pump the brakes a little bit. Because that three-game stretch at the end, that'll tell you where you are. Yeah. If suddenly uh, 30 point losses are back on the docket. I mean, do it in Rupp. I mean, yeah, do it in Rupp. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Do it in Rupp. I mean, seriously, do it in Rupp. Get out of the Wednesday games. Let's start there. Before we start talking about the tournament and all that stuff, let's get out of the Wednesday games. Let's get to Thursday when the well, real tournament okay, begins. So I, I was looking at this on Saturday when Matt and I were doing post game. They were within a game and a half 
at that time after the conclusion of the Missouri game yeah. of like five teams. They're a game out of the 10 spot. Hey, there you go. They're a game out because A&M sucks all of a sudden and, uh, and Ole Miss isn't that great either. So they're coming back to the pack. Arkansas is making the most of a doily soft uh, schedule here in uh, in late February. You know, I mean, the, the, hey, it, all you can do is play the ones in front of you. Right. You, you don't get to say, hey, you played we'd, all the, you we'd played rather the hard, play Tennessee right now. You played the hard ones to get to this. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is not, I'm not blaming them, but I mean, Wait, this, should, this should all be put in its proper context and not be, you oh, can't celebrate a win say, over Missouri no. where a kid scores 42 uh, in Caleb battle, you can't celebrate that like it's game six of the NBA finals, which is what happens around here all the effing time. It's got to be put in its proper perspective. And the proper perspective is that's cool, but you know, it's Missouri. Do it in Rupp. Put 42 up in Rupp. That'll, that'll get some attention. That'll get some, uh, that'll get some headlines right there. But we want to celebrate 42 and six. No, you do. No, I don't. <laughs> they do. I have a uh, I have a perfect I have a perfectly created litmus test for the importance of the historical context of Saturday's performance by Caleb Battle. Okay. Okay. What's the record for most points scored in a Razorback game? Rodney Clark, fifty-one. Against? Oh, I have no idea. It was Abilene Christian, the Ick. first game of the year. Okay. Most people would not know this. Okay, let me let me let me pose let me frame it a different way. Mm. What is the record for most points in a game in an SEC game by an Arkansas Razor? Isn't it Todd Day? 43. Okay. He did it against LSU. Right. Who I if LSU I, had a guy named Shaq, didn't they, they did. at the time? Okay. They, they, All right. They they did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got player of the week. That's great. Like, but like, like whoa, whoa, whoa. player of the week or co player no, of the player week? of the week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how you get. I think it was. Uh, there was no co. Hold on. Yeah, just standalone player of the week. Okay. So here's the answer we've been seeking all these years here in the state of Arkansas. How do you get not get co? We'll score forty two. Uh, okay. All right. Now we know. Conversely, in baseball, or not conversely, also in baseball, um, how do you not get co pitcher of the week? Strike out seventeen guys. Hagan Smith. Thank Fair you. Enough. <laughs> so, Fair enough. So these are the standards. If you strike out 12, co-pitcher of the week. You strike out 14, co-pitcher of the week. 17, there's your answer. Pitcher of the week. Okay. Score 30, now you're co-player of the week. Score 42, all right. You're just they're just the, the player of the week. That was fun and all, but it was a, a very... There were no stakes to that game at all, were there? I mean, no, it's hard no, to have zero. a historic performance. In my view, and that's all I have is my view... It's hard to have a legendary all-time performance when um, the team you're playing is there's no stakes in the game. You know, this wasn't uh, you know uh, two you know titans of the league duking it out for you know the top spot or the top four or whatever. Well, these were two of the bottom feeders uh, it, in it a was, pillow fight. It, it was in look, front of maybe twelve thousand. Uh, first of all, it was it was a great performance on, on an individual level. Is it going to go down as the Caliph battle game? No, because there was nothing at stake. Nothing. Okay, it was a great performance. Don't take the only thing at stake was embarrassment by losing well, to Missouri. That was, that was it, it, nothing was at stake. It's not going to it's not going to rival Lee Mayberry's thirty five against LSU in ninety two or Todd Day's forty three yeah, right. down at the Maravich Center. Right. It's not it's not in that that pantheon. It was a great performance. He was really good. The thing I liked about him was he took fifteen shots total, fifteen shots total, and he was twelve for twelve from the line. He was efficient. He didn't chuck. He wasn't a chucker. Didn't throw up thirty-one shots to get his forty points. That's the Iverson theory, which is if I throw it up enough, I'm going to score forty. He was incredibly effective. Good for him. Now there were only three players in double in double figures. You can get. I mean, how many they scored? What eighty-eight? Eighty-eight. The the scoring wasn't particularly balanced, but you know what? In the second half, they needed him, and he hit, and he delivered, and you know that that in itself is noteworthy. It's not going to go down as one of the all-time great performances. Because it was in a nothing game. Right. You do it in the big games, everybody remembers. Yes. Go for 42 in a league game or in a NCAA game. Or, you know, hit the game winner well, in an NCAA game. We remember I know that people stuff. that can recite line and verse Devo's game against Kansas. Right. That's what I'm Why? talking about. Why? Stakes. Because stakes. Stakes. That's the big difference. Yes. It's a great performance. Don't get me wrong. Right. But it's not going to go. We're not going to sit here five years from now 
we'll be asking yourself, well, who did he put up the 42 against? Like the Rodney the Clark Rodney 51 Clark game, right. right. Which I still don't think most people know that he's the uh, he's the uh, high point man in school history because that was on a, here's the context, that was on a Friday night. It was the first game of that season. It was not a good team. And uh, it wasn't televised. It was only on the radio. I listened to it in my house because, you know, I had post game that night. So I, <laughs> that's a joke, but I mean, you can imagine. All right, let's go to the McClarty Daniel hotline here. Sterling's on the phone. Hi, Sterling. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's up? Guys, so this weekend, we had a bunch. We had, I think it was four home favorites against ranked teams. Mm-hmm. Unranked home favorites against ranked teams, and all of them came through on Saturday. Okay. UCL, UCF, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. UCF, UNLV, Kansas State, Wake Forest. And we got one of those matchups tonight. Now, you, you might take an opportunity to fade it since we had four in a row come through. But TCU. An unranked home favorite yep. against Baylor tonight, two and a half point favorite. Now I don't know what session had. That may have been, it may have changed since I looked at it last. But uh, just uh, just a poop of thought. And I like the heels tonight. And I like the heels tonight. But uh, wow, uh, just a just a little some just a little tidbit there, and and very intriguing weekend in sports. My boy, my boy Cam, bunch of bunch of guys want to jump on Cam for no reason, and he showed great restraint. Okay, what happened? I, I I totally missed this. What happened? From what I can from what I can see of it is, it was some trash talking. They came disrespecting Cam and started talking trash. Cam said a few things back, and they couldn't take it, and then they want to call themselves jumping on King Cone. And Cam did a great thing. He showed great restraint. He didn't throw not one punch. He was just keeping them off of him, you know, like throwing them to the side, you know, just pushing them off, pushing them off. Never threw a punch. And they lucky they messing with Cam. And they lucky, if I was Cam Newton, 6'5", 65, and you jumping on me, get your bump, get your, get your button ready. Beat, I'm watching it now. He whooped four guys. <laughs> Cam uh, Newton whooped four guys. Yeah. Oh, that's, my that's, God. Hey, that's, he didn't throw a punch now. No, he didn't, but he was throwing that one dude around. Almost threw him over the fence. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah, I mean, kids are just disrespectful. Just disrespectful. I mean, Cam did that out of goodness of his heart. He had him go to 707 camp. He don't have to do that. He got a podcast going. He made... Cam is nowhere near broke now. Oh, no. No, no. Cam's fine. just kind of give back, and they're going to do him that way. And like I said, they lucky. I ain't going to say me. Most people, human nature jumps in. It's fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And most people, that would be a well with ass. But those kids <laughs> didn't get one for the Cam Newton. Listen, the, well the, the opening shot in this was fired by uh, Ian Ziering when he whooped that biker gang. The yeah. celebs have had enough. Yeah. They're like the animals. They're done. They're not putting up with it people. anymore. That's right. Cam, I just watched this thing. Cam is like whooping four people. Unbelievable. Yes. By the way, TCU uh, now now, uh, now is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home tonight, Sterling, on the Bet Saracen app. Yeah, I, I, I like the frogs in the hills. Okay. okay. Frogs in the hills tonight. Well, big Monday action. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, Hagen Smith. I tell you what. I tell you what. He went. If you would have took the over on that, he took care of that quick, like in the first freaking five batters. Yep. First hey, six batters. Hey, Sterling. Nate and Fayetteville brings up a great point. While he was whooping these four guys, Cam's hat didn't move. Did not no. move. No. I'm saying he brought that up. I, I forgot about that. That's right. I mean, yep. his hat didn't hat didn't come off his nope. head. Nope. Didn't That's, even uh, didn't even budge. It's like the bandit. Thank you, Sterling. Uh, it's like the bandit. He only takes his hat off for one thing. Yeah, I was sitting here looking through some uh, <laughs> some stats. You know how many points Todd Day had against Vegas in that game at, at Barnhill? Oh. He had 26 and 10. 
See, you know what? That is the definition of a quiet double double, isn't it? He he wasn't the problem that day. No. It wasn't Todd Day. No. No. 26 and 10. That's coming off a 30 pointer against Houston. It wasn't Todd Day. Nope. Picture this a cold winter's night and suddenly no heat. That's exactly what happened to us. But when we called Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric, they were right there. Their pros didn't just fix our heating. They brought back our home's warmth and comfort in no time. Even when our water heater started leaking, Pascal was the first name we thought of. Quick, professional, and so understanding. With Pascal's flexible payment options, we didn't have to worry about a big expense all at once. Now our home is comfortable and so is our budget. Schedule now at gopascal.com. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. We haven't talked about the uh, the big uh, court storming, uh, uh, dust up, and everything. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of uh, hot takes about this. I haven't heard anybody say shoot them if they run on the court, um, but I have heard say arrest them. This is like when people are walking down the street in front of those uh, buses, and the buses can't get through on Razorback Road. If the bus hit one person, everybody else would get out of the way. I'm just saying. Um, so you're proposing shooting them? Well, I mean, it hasn't been brought up yet, but I mean. You know, let's, I think all options we should, look should be on the table. Yeah. What if we had an electric fence? Like one of those uh, dog things, you know, with the invisible fence? What if we did that? Court stormings are for television. They are not safe, obviously. No. Uh, They're kind of terrifying when you're they, in the middle of it, honestly. Uh, they, but I, I, I see where Jay Billis was going with the idea, which is there have to be some sort of consequences for the people that, that storm the floor. I get that. Now, Jay... Trying to keep a group of college students inside a building would require surrounding the court and locking all the doors, which is kidnapping. That's a problem. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, if they entered the building on their own free will, it's not kidnapping. Is it? I don't know. If you're refusing to if let them leave. To stay in the building. Yeah, if you're refusing to let them leave, then yes. I don't. Here's the thing. is If you're going to stop it, you're going to have to, and I hate to say this, it's physical. When, pe- when they come, come, come at you. Physical. You're going to have to get physical. You can't just stand there and go, well. Let me hear your body the, talk. Maybe this uh, maybe this yellow vest will keep them off the floor. Uh, no, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to get physical with them. And that is that's a hard thing to do. They don't care. First of all, DQ, you were a student. Uh, do you think, uh, would, you, would the half a million dollar fine have crossed your mind as you were storming the court? No. Okay. It's not her money. That's exactly right. Now the university, you know, I saw, I, you know, Jimmy was on on Twitter saying, well, okay, they'd have a policy in place, and yes, they might very well, but if the policy is just to have a ring around the court with a bunch of people in yellow vests, look, landmark people out of shape. They're not going to stop a thousand kids from getting to the floor if they want to get there. It's not going to happen. So you know, there's if if somebody wants to get on the floor, they will. Question is, what are the consequences once you get there? Shoot them. Okay. All right. I just, I was like, well, you know, just surround the court and say, well, you're getting a citation. That's I mean, you, don't go for the kill shot. Just, just maim them a little that's, bit. That's what I say. What, what Jay is proposing maim is how them. a riot starts. So it's also kidnapping. Uh, but I, look, I don't know what the, uh, I don't, I don't know what the answer is. I think court stormings are stupid. And if you're above the age of 20, when and do this, you're an idiot. I mean, you are just a flat moron. That's not that's just dumb, immature. What about a BB gun? And sting oh, a little. You, well, while you're at it, man, like a get, paintball gun. Get a laser. There you go. Just yeah. get a laser. Burn a hole in them. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know what the uh, what what the answer is here. I mean, but uh, you know, this is the media's fault. I mean, the media has glorified these things forever, and now a, a generation of people have grown up seeing them. On their phone, they're like, I want to do that. We've had members of the Arkansas media participate in it. Yes, them. we have. Auburn game. That's right. Yes. So, uh, not just yes. the Auburn game. Right. Yeah. I, I agree with the idea that they are unsafe and you have to be able to protect the players. That should be the only concern is protecting the players. I don't care about anybody's equipment. I don't care if your floor gets torn up, but 
players, one through 13 coaching staffs. Coach has got, you know, the head coach, he's got a detail. He's fine. But when when this sort of stuff happens, and look, you don't, you know, the, the reason that this outrage has started is because it was a Duke player. If this happens at New Mexico State, no well, it, it had to be a, uh, it had to be a, a, I mean, there's only like three programs that matter in that sport. So, I mean, it had to be at one of those places to get right. a big no, conversation no, no, I, going. Absolutely. It, and the fact that it was a Duke player helps. But this is, I, I agree that they have to stop these things. They have to find a way because they're not safe. I know, you know, they're, they're great for television, but I'm telling you, 90% of the people I, on there have alcohol in their system, and that never ends. But, I mean, look at the situation we had last year, was two seasons ago, when uh, the Alabama football player struck the, the Tennessee fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it goes both ways. At least the football players got pads on. Yeah. Basketball players don't. Yeah. I say draw down on them, and that'll uh, that'll okay. disperse the All crowd, right. or get some tear gas. All I right. mean, that'll also disperse the crowd. I uh, I was at the uh, the other game where Duke had the uh, court rushed because it was here, and um, I thought this was the only thing I was interested in watching. By the way, was how do they get the team in blue off the court? Because you have to go in Bud Walton all the way across the floor to get them off the court. There's no there's no sneak out behind the bench at Bud Walton, and I thought they did a pretty good job with the immediate, uh, you know, team and coaches and stuff. But then I couldn't take my eyes away from this. Everyone's on the court. All the managers are still cleaning up the bench. They're still cleaning yeah. up the Duke bench. And they're trying to do it as fast as they can before they get consumed by the mob. And people in yellow are trying to, you know, hold the line as much as they can. Here's an idea. And... And this is actually a workable idea. I don't know about the dollar figure, but this is actually a workable idea. Students on their way in have to scan their IDs. If there's a court storming, you get dinged. You get fined on your student account. What if you don't storm it? So be it. Well, you can get everybody to stop it then. Yeah. I mean, that, DQ, would that deter you if it was 50, 100 bucks on your student no, account? No, I don't think so because okay. a lot of these kids who are storming the court, their parents are paying for the school. Oh, yeah, that had gone real well in my house. No, they're not I'm spending that saying, money like, Hey, Zach, there's $300 on this thing. What'd y'all do? Oh, well, you know, Dad, they beat LSU. <laughs> Gotta go. I can't remember. Like, don't take this the wrong way. But when I was in college, my teams were better than any teams you've had since. Fair? Did you ever rush the court at Barnhill? Not once. Right. Yeah. Not one time. Right. And we won bigger games than any of y'all. Yes. Not once. No. Yeah, that's true. I like the idea. We won a national title. I love the idea. This is probably my favorite idea, honestly, is that it's an immediate, it's an automatic forfeit. So like, there's all that excitement and we're like, oh yeah, Duke won. Two to nothing. <laughs> I love that wow. so much. That's the best but idea ever. You're penalizing the players <laughs> for the students being idiots. I, you can't penalize the team. Well, then the team needs to do something to keep them off the well, court. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I actually and here's, here's, a, here's a step they could take. Instead of uh, employing semi-retired octogenarians, why don't you get some of these dudes you see at the club that are built like handball courts? That'll keep some people well, off the was, court. That's you know what, what I was mean? saying. The landmark people just go down there and they put the yellow vest on thinking that is going to stop this. No, you're a road cone. Taze them. No. How about that? Again, Taze I, them. I actually think dinging their student account Kids would at least think twice. Okay, but what about all the people who aren't students there? I don't. Yeah, you fans, got a lot of you got a lot of old people reliving their youth on these court storming. The yeah, you're right. Who? But who leads the charge? The students. Well, they're if closest the, to the. I court. mean, students, maybe if the students go, the old people go. Move the students the to the stu- upper deck. Move everybody. Move to them the to the upper, upper tank. We'll make it. We'll make it death uh, thunderdome up. <laughs> Tell there. you what. Do this. Uh, push in all the bleachers like in COVID and make it where if you leave the seats, it's like a 12-foot drop down to the court. Then nobody would rush the court. How about that? I'm, I'm that's just, an idea I Actually, and I'm not saying that's the answer is just to ding the students, but that's a, that's a reasonable way to go about doing it. Hey, storm the court, but you know what? Arkansas is going to get its money back. <laughs> yeah, the SEC has not... Um, Although Mississippi State has uh, been able to protect their perfect record of never being fined for storming anything, you are not leaving the conjugal visit zone at, at Wallace. <laughs> uh, Wallace was it? Wallace Wade, Scott Field, yeah, Davis whatever, Wade, what, whatever it is. Wallace Wade is Duke. That's a fun. Okay, uh, sorry about that. I'll take. I'll take it. They're both. They both suck. 
but nobody's leaving the conjugal visit zone to go down to the you know storm the field. That's it's like they're stuff. proud of that. It basically right. says like we've never done it. We're not gonna do it. So shut up. They'd also have to leave their cowbells behind. Yeah. Well, they had one of those guys in the banana suit run on the court earlier, right. and then some guy just you know, some beefy uh, police officer just you know put him back in the stands and said, "No, you don't go out here. Sit Here's down, Tim. You don't storm the hockey rinks. No. Yeah. Put the glass and the boards right. up and put the dasher up. That's a good idea too." I don't know. Oh, how about no student section for the next game? See, that's a little harsh. Hey, hey, it seems fair, right? Like one person, we, we punish you all. That's the way it goes. No, no, I'm all for that. I think if you if they storm the court, everybody gets fined. We'll slow this thing down one way or another. The students are very entitled, and they need to be knocked. They're like NBA players. They need to be knocked down a few pegs, you know? So, uh, you know, maybe if you took them out of the building for a couple games, maybe they'd learn their lesson. Chris from Nashville would love to see an ice storming. Um, I say leave the players out there. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> that's oh, well, <laughs> hockey's different. The players are armed. So, well, I mean, you're I'm not going to go uh, up on, on Patrick Kane. He's going to whack you in the face. I mean, well, so. <laughs> it would look a lot like slap shot. That's right. As the yeah. fans come on. <laughs> you got Reggie Cleveland out there taking two of them out. Yeah, you saw what happened when those two meth heads um, – Ran on the field of that baseball game well, what, 20 years ago. But you can't do it anymore. Well, no, the, the players beat the bejesus out of those yeah, guys. But, but now, but Major League Baseball has put in, I mean, they've got the net that runs all the way down. It's impossible to get to the field without hopping yep. the, the outfield fence. Put the net up. Put up the put chicken up wire. Put up a net. Put up the chicken wire. Yeah. Barbed wire. Something. You know what? I don't know. I, I, I like the idea of finding the students. Start there. Yeah. But Wake Forest put in, like, no effort. Here's, it was like Biden at the border. Like well, nothing no, was going on there. Wow. <laughs> nothing. But here's the other thing is, okay, so hear me out on this. Two-pronged two plan, Hunter. Listen up. You find the students. If there's a court storming, arrest the adults. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, I'm, see, you can go after the adults. I'm telling you, you whack one of these these uh, one of these frat boys in the face with a billy Dude, club, all bad, it would fix everything. I, I'm I'll with tell you, you right on now. the bouncer thing. Just give them cattle prods. That's right. And when the, uh, you, you, set, you set foot. On that floor, you're going to collapse like a wet taco. Nightstick. They're going to get the little zip ties out, and they're going to drag you away. The nightstick. It would take one time. Right. Boy, that'd look great on SportsCenter, wouldn't it? It'd be awesome. like a battle royale. Absolutely. Fans are being dragged out of the building. (laughs) Hey, I backed the blue on this one, all right? I'm telling you. Okay, let's go to uh, Randall and Van Buren on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Randall. Hey, uh got a precedent for this already of how to solve it. Just uh, pretend it's like the uh, January 6th riots and post the video and maybe even add a little reward for calling in and identifying some of the people. And um, it worked pretty good on getting some of those Washington, D.C. people, you know, that were riding. Got, they got caught from it. So that's yeah. what they needed. Until somebody goes video. in and puts their feet up on Musselman's desk and out on that. <laughs> They never go into the inner office. They no. stay on the court in well, these no, court stories. If you, get, storms, in the, you, know if you get into the bowels of Bud Walton, you'll just get lost. <laughs> By the way, it goes in a circle. You imagine. <laughs> <laughs> was anyone in the Wake Forest crowd chanting um, uh, Hang John Shire? Was that anybody? No. Hang John Shire. No. Nobody was saying? Okay, good. All right. Oh, here you go. Fire hose them. Yeah, but you don't want to get the floor wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really mess up a court yeah, if it has extensive that. water damage. That's real hardwood, you right. know. You can't afford that. I like the that's, idea. That's more expensive than the fine. You get a couple good bouncers of cattle prod, and you just look at the end of the game. You're moving down. You know, just let them know. Hey, set foot on the floor. Doctor Doctor Volt's coming for you. Uh, Rusty says that he did not have January 6th on his bingo card. Nor did I. <laughs> Texter text out the 479 says he did have Biden and the border on his. That's what it looked like. Yeah. I mean, seriously, there was no resistance at all by the uh, people in yellow in, in uh, Winston-Salem. Good Lord. Uh, Ryan and Prager would like to know if the innards of Bud Walton are an egg about. Yes. Well, that's sort one of. way to slow them down. Yeah. Put roundabouts oh, in front yeah. of all the seats. Yeah. Then you have to go wouldn't through that, that slow wouldn't thing. Wouldn't that be great? Like the that kids, would buy them some time to the, get off the court. The kids are getting ready to leave after a court storming, and there's just a bunch of bouncers at the door just going, you're not leaving today. <laughs> some guy's like, you know, <laughs> 6'3", 280, you know, chiseled mountain of a man. And then all like, of a sudden he, takes, to- he pulls the cattle prod out, takes two steps forward, screen goes black, and all you hear is screams. He's ah! 
his yellow shirt yep. is so tight you can see like oh, it's, his pecs it's rippling. A, it's know? a total schmedium. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely schmedium. And he's got a shaved head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just picture whatever meathead in your own brain what it looks like. Put a yellow landmark shirt on him and have at it. I've got the I've got the solution. Yep. It's already on campus. Mm-hmm. Football uh, strength and conditioning people. Pay them a little. Hey, you guys want to make a little extra money? We need you to line up and block the students at the, sure at the basketball doing game. doing their job during football season. Might as well let them do that. <laughs> fine. Fine. I mean, they're already there. Just have them come in there Lee and be the hot, muscle for Lee you. And Hot Springs would like to deport them to Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's Winston-Salem, would you deport them to South Carolina? Is that what I, how that would go? Ooh, West Virginia. Or West Virginia. West Virginia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There you go. I like how West Virginia celebrates. They don't storm the court. They just set, set things on fire. fire. That's right. Yeah, hey, that's that's the way to go right there. That's a victimless crime. Unless that's your couch. Then it's... Yeah. Yes. And you need a new place to sit. You need a new good chair. Right. <laughs> All, All right. right. Dufresne says that, you, that, that we could break their tackles. As a former felon, you should know how this is going to go, Dufresne. <laughs> What if we just put, like, piano wire and then everybody tripped and fell down? That would slow Again, them down. I like the idea of, hey, let the kids have their fun, put the bouncers at the door, and then when they come out, <laughs> you're not leaving. Because <laughs> we really need, like, we don't need to eliminate this. We just need to buy some time to get the opposition out of the building. So, you know, if you if a, a good trip hazard would buy you some time, right? Here come the jokes. AP and Durham says you couldn't put the offensive line out there. Hey... Well, they you simply couldn't have them protect the opponents as no, they left. No. Uh, Texter out of the 479 says, DQ, should we put the U of A parking department on it? Um, Yes. What about this? That's a good idea, though. What about this? Box of snakes. You got to clear yeah, the snakes. Look, to... Then then you get, once you lose them, then you got to go um, get them. You just put a moat around the yeah, basketball moat. court? Yes, a moat. Exactly. Well, there's only like three ways out of there. Yeah. You know, lock, make sure and lock the door to the ramp. Into the loading bay. Make them go through a little the- drawbridge so the opponents can get off across the court. Listen, and then, oh, this, okay, this, pull this, it up, this is this is Army One Hundred and One. You want to push them towards one central exit, That's right. and then just lock them in. We we need like like Wesley Clark to help draw like thunder, up the plan here. It sounds like Thunderdome. <laughs> and what's what's Schwarzkopf doing? I think he's no longer with us. What would Schwarzkopf do? He'd win it in about 20 minutes. That's, That's also true. Do. Norman Schwarzkopf would have put an end to this. My God. Yeah, absolutely. Sir. Okay. Ah, it, trap doors underneath the seats. Oh, that'd be fun. Trap door be good. Yeah, um, yeah the drawbridge is a good one. That's uh, a fine idea. <laughs> it's a good one, too. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. All righty. Uh, well, it's Monday, so uh, we are joined by uh, Clay Henry here on uh, Ruskin and Zach for the uh, latest from uh, Lake Wobegon and the uh, fly shop <laughs> and everything else going on. I think on. that's actually copyrighted. No, no, he got he got canceled. It's all up, up in the air. What about now. Lake Winnipesaukee? Okay. Right. Lake Wazapamani? Sure, why not? All right. Hi, Clay. Good afternoon. Yep, I'm just off the shores of Lake Norfolk. So, Whoa, I mean, yeah. the river, the mean... This is a 4.8-mile tailwater, dumps into the White River, but it starts at Lake Norfolk, which we've got a, we've, I call it a boat, ship, whatever. We've got one in, in the slip up there we can take out for dinner cruises. Oh, wow. It's dinner right next cruise. to Tommy's. Very it's right nice. next to Tommy's. Lovely. Tommy's a, lot of, uh, a lot of money laundering Tommy's going on up nicer. there? Tommy's is nicer. What? A lot of money laundering going on up there? Money laundering, I don't know what that is. 
That's a great answer. <laughs> well, that's uh, Lake Ozark type stuff. Oh, Ozark. Well, oh yeah, I mean, that's yeah, wrong lake. Uh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Lake wrong, of the wrong Ozarks. Lake. So they've got to yeah. be connected somehow, right? Underground passage. Um, well, the the only thing that I could say about that is that most of the water that's in Lake Norfolk came from Missouri. You know, it came from the the North Fork of the White River. You know, so it drains. There are little arms and fingers of Lake Norfolk that go up into Missouri. So, you know, when they say, man, it rained a lot around there, your lake is filling up. Well, it needs to rain south of Rolla for it to impact us. Wow. Okay. Hydrology. Hydrology, Hydrology, yes. Flood stages and whatnot. So you got gators up there? No, no, there's gators. So so we don't have any swamp or anything like that. There was a, a mountain lion that, that was found in the Sillamore National Forest probably about eight miles from here two or three weeks ago. An old male and probably died of natural causes was found. So we have bears, and, of course, now we know we have some mountain lions. Mm-hmm. And we, we've suspected that we do. There's been coyote dens close to here. Ooh, um, a coyote den. Ooh. Yeah, well, our lab pulled a coyote pup out of the den about oh four or five years ago get ran to gene in with a coyote pup coyote pup like it was a stuffed toy <laughs> oh wow oh, not uh, good hey not Clay, good. uh will the baptist one of our uh, merry band of idiots sat right behind you at the game on friday he was afraid to come up and introduce himself well he was the only one then because uh every time i spoke people around us sarah and i you know we sit behind home plate is People are, are you Clay Henry? And I started to say no, but Gene, I mean, uh, Sarah would just elbow me in the ribs if I, you know, if I did that. So <laughs> you're like E.F. Uh, Hutton when Clay speaks, people listen. Yeah, right. No, but you want to have, you know, it's a private conversation. Sarah and I are talking about a lot of things. Um, you know, you don't, you don't want to be overheard and say something that you wished you hadn't because it is a private, you know, it's. For, you know, three or four hours. Well, in the, in the case of a fourteen-hour game, that's that was a long time. Yeah, just to stay quiet. Yep. And you, you know, you don't want to say, well, you know, why is that guy str- struck out four times? You don't, you know. Oh, you got to you got to mark you got to measure your your comments a little bit. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, so you know, we but we did meet some new friends, make some new friends. Now, now DQ uh, had an encounter, her first encounter as a uh, a celebrity, and she sort of um. She, she. I don't want to say she downplayed it, but uh, you, you do this all the time. It that, that somebody came up to her, and she had to be introduced through a third party. It was, is that DQ? And then she was Absolutely. introduced. Now, yeah. DQ, talk to Clay. Clay will tell you how to handle this. I know you don't believe either of us. I mean, Clay's a voice of reason. Well, I always take it as flattery. I really do. And DQ, you should do the same thing. I wasn't mean to them. Like She brushed them off. I did not brush <laughs> them off. Well, I'm always glad to... And in, in people are, and I don't, I can't ever remember anything that didn't go well. You know, people are always really nice. I mean, these are Razorback fans. I mean, they're they're my peeps, right? Uh, Derek, That's how has your uh, experiences with Razorback fans been? In person? Yes. Very good. Yeah. The internet, though, yeah, that's a they'll get you there. That's that's a different. Animal, <laughs> they will right get you there. there behind their keyboard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah the keyboard commandos. Yeah. I've had one nut call me, but that was a a long, long time ago. But only one. So that's a that's yeah, a win. The, the, my only bad experience, um, and it was a subscriber, and he was somewhere in Texas, and this was back when I had a publicly listed home line, Ooh. which oh, we do boy. have. We have a landline now, but it's private, and we don't use it. But it 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 it, it allows us to have nine one one service. Most people wouldn't know where to find that now. Yeah. Well, so you live where we do. You want to be on the grid when you have an emergency. So you, if you don't have a landline, that's a problem. Now in the city, that's that's not a problem. You know, people can can you know they'll find you quickly in a city. There's an ambulance sitting pretty close. But you know, it's um, you know if you have a heart attack, you want you know, and you call nine one one, you want them to know exactly where you are immediately, and here they come, either in a helicopter or ambulance. So we have that, but we we used to live in Barrington. You know where that is, kind of on the east yeah, side of Fayetteville, over by Vandergriff. And Arkansas was playing a baseball game in Ruston, and it was storming. I don't know that they got any of the games in. 
And a guy from Longview, Texas called my home number and he said, can you give me the phone number to the press box at Louisiana Tech? <laughs> and I was just like, I, I don't have it. And he goes, surely you have a media guide. Well, at one point, one, it, you know, years ago, the media guide would have like a little listing for all the schools you're going to play. And then it would have, you know, different phone numbers like the SID, the press box numbers. And I, I don't, I don't think I had it. And I told the guy, I don't have it. He goes, yeah, you do. You've got it. And, uh, <laughs> I love I said, when they tell I you, don't what, you have it. what you have. I don't, I don't have it. And I'm not, I'm in, I'm at home. And all at once, man, he, he just started blistering me. And I'm a subscriber, you know, you, you, you know, you, and what he wanted was to be able to call the press box and see if the game was in delay or not. <laughs> it was before there was internet. You couldn't, you know, no, no play by play, you know, online or anything. And he couldn't get the radio, bro. So he wanted to be able to just call the press box and decide if he was going to drive from Longview, Tyler, Marsh, wherever it was to, you know, to the, to the game. I said, I, man, I can't help you. And eventually, you know, the conversation disintegrated and I hung up or he hung as up. they usually do <laughs> and you know i walked outside or something and it rang again and i think gene ann answered and it just was solid profanity he thought i was going to answer and you know so that was on a friday afternoon and by friday at five you know we had disconnected the line and then reinstalled like a you know a private line so that was the first time I ever had an unlisted number. Clay, we've got a, there was a need. we got a question for you on the uh, the text line out of the 479. <laughs> uh, are you the one who coined the phrase sports talk lap dance? <laughs> I am. Well, no, it was Chuck, but I repeated it. Right. So it was it was, it was was the sports rap lap dance. Right. Sports right. rap. Yes. Right. yes. The sports rap lap back dance. In the, yes. Like I was somewhere, I think I was somewhere, you know, at a social event and uh, – you know, I told Chuck that, you know, the, the conversation, you know, it's like I'm with my wife and we're just out. And, then, you know, I mean, I end up having to talk the Razorbacks for a while, you know, like I'm doing right now. Yes. Instead of, you know, have dinner with my wife. And so I, you know, like the next day I said something to Chuck when I was sitting in the studio before we got started. And he goes, oh, you did the sports rap lap dance. <laughs> That's right. And I just looked at him and I said, "Well, that's pretty much it. That that is that's, that's it. it. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right." Uh, we were trying that was back to, in the days when we did radio like three days a week. Yeah, we were uh, we were trying uh, before the break uh, to um, put um, some of the performances in perspective from the, over the weekend because it is yeah. early in the year and you don't know you know everything about everybody uh, just yet. But at the same time, uh, you know, seventeen strikeouts is seventeen strikeouts, so. What did you what did you strikeouts think? in 60? Well, you know, you can go through all, you know, the roster. You know, a lot of guys performed or played or whatever. You know, I was told by somebody in college baseball and in, in a professional scout that this was a really good roster from top to bottom and it still is. There's you know, the 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 hitters in some of the defenders and and if you're so just think about this, they had more than 17 strikeouts the first game. 23 strikeouts when you count the relievers. That's a school record. The next night, of course, it's 14 innings. They did 25 strikeouts. And then Molina, I don't know what the – we left before the end of the game, you know, to, to, to drive back because I can't now. I don't have to stay to the end of the game. And Sarah had school this morning. She's a principal in Rogers. And, you know, she's going to be there at 630. So it's like we, we're going to – and I, I was – I drove from there, from from Arlington, to Lowell, to Norfolk, and was at my house by ten thirty eight. Mm. We we don't really want to talk about you know how many times Speed. I dodged how many do- times I dodged blue lights. Uh, <laughs> did you, I didn't uh, ever get I didn't get stopped. Did you? But stop? I, but anyway, but what I'm what I'm getting at is I don't know how many strikeouts they ended up for the last game, but school record, school record, school. So. Uh, the defense didn't have to make any plays, and it and that's tough on a defense. If you do, all at once you go five innings and the ball hadn't been put in play and they hit one at you, it was like, oh crap, I got to do something. You you almost like it more when you're playing defense when Will McIntyre is pitching because they're going to put it in play and it you know you're you're not stunned when they do. Uh, but the there's so many newcomers in the 
you know, position players in defense. They hadn't played on that kind of a stage. They're just getting started. They're they're new to Arkansas, and I can go through the, you know, it's the whole roster, you know, as far as position players. You know, you got Peyton Stovall that's played before, and he's he's out with an injury. But his McLaughlin was a part-time player at first base, new shortstop, new third base, new left field, new center field, and Kendall Diggs is the only one. And so all these guys have never been on this stage or playing in a major league, so I thought they were uptight and played that way, both at the plate and in defense. That won't be an issue as they go forward. They're going to relax. That shortstop is a heck of a talent. Uh, and you know, he's from Hawaii. I think his, you know, his whole family was there, seven or eight members, they flew in from Hawaii. And he is, you know, he was a freshman All-American. He's a preseason All-American, but he's – he hadn't put the ball in play much, but they say he he hits it to all fields and hits rockets, and it's just going to be a matter of you know him settling in. So, um, but it's uh, hey, I've never had as much fun, and I mean I'm doing things just to to have fun these days. But Sarah and I went, and you know we did the stuff that I went to the Orvis store on Preston Road. You know it's two stories in Dallas. You know I spent an hour there we did some things that she wanted to do then we you know we took walks around the stadium we went to texas live we just had a great time and that and for anybody that you know wants to schedule something next year do this it's a great ballpark you can sit anywhere you want you don't like that seat move you know 20 rows or three sections we moved all around watch i've got pictures from all corners of that stadium and it was a blast did you stop at Bucky's? No, but we talked about that, and I, you know, I've never been to a Bucky's, and we passed one, I think between Allen Just and McKinney. One? I don't remember but one. Um, and we spent a lot of time on turnpikes, you know, the George Bush and the Lyndon Johnson, and the, I don't know, you know, we stayed at a really nice five-star place right in North Dallas. Uh, that was going to be centrally located to all the things that we wanted to do. I mean, we got night games. You got the whole days to, you know, to goof off. Um, but it's – I really wanted to go to the new Shields, which apparently, you know, it's got a it's got a Ferris wheel inside of it, the Shields Sporting Goods. I don't know if you know anything about Shields, but that, that's a must-see in Dallas now. I don't know um, Shields. You know Shields? Never heard, never got, heard of Shields. I've been in – I've been in two. I've been in one in Omaha, and I've been in one in Loveland, Colorado, and they they are neat. I mean, they've got you know hitting bays for golf. You know, they got you know I think they've got hitting bays for baseball. They got every kind of shoe you've ever. I mean, in every kind of sport, um, just about everything that you want that has to do with sporting goods, whether it be hunting, fishing, camping, or whatever. They got it, and it's it's all upscale, and it's you know. But I think they're we don't have one in Arkansas yet, but they they're worth going in. You spend, you know, two or three hours in there, easy. Now, are you like anti Texas or anti University of Texas? So this is interesting. This this is you know we you know we've we've uh, we've talked a lot about Dean Weber recently, right? You know, passed the passed away a couple of weeks ago, or last was it last week? Um, and uh, I was the last time I spoke to him. I was, uh, I think it was the baseball regional last year, and I was behind. A, I was in a suite, and he goes, "I got a beef with you," <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, you know, like if Dean Weber wants to tell me something, I'm gonna listen. And he took me out, and he started kind of poking me in the chest. We do not hate Texas. We do not hate them. He says we've played them for years and years, and they are their coaches are classy. Their players are, you know, classy, the way they play and everything. I said, Dean, you're missing the whole point of all of this. It's the fans. And his eyes got big, and he goes, never thought of that. I mean, it's, it's the way their fans treat other fans. That's the problem with Texas. It is not, you know, it's not James Street. It's not Earl Campbell. It's not those guys. They're, they're, they're not the problem. You know, and and so, but so when I say something about Texas, it isn't about you know the coaches or the players or the I mean, state. It's about or the, the state. fans. 
fans. It's about the fans okay. at the University of Texas. So it's, it's not you don't have a beef with Corpus Christi. You have a a, a beef with no. Chris, with Christy from Austin. You got it. Got it. Okay. Nailed it. Nailed yeah. it. Got oh, it. and I've had Nailed some great it. times in Texas. I like. I mean, how many how many fun times have we had at Reunion Arena? I remember those. Yeah. 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 So I don't. I mean, in Texas is a great destination place for Arkansas fans. We've gone down there and uh, and been treated well. I mean, you go to, you know the. You know the different malls. The one over by SMU, I really like that one. The Galleria is is gotten to be, you know, it's just it's it's just Louis Vuitton and and Gucci. It's it's all of that. There's we went in there, and there wasn't a soul. I mean, it was empty. They still have the skating rink in there. Oh, they did, and they had they had skating lessons going yeah. on. We watched that. There were little kids, you know, spinning out there, and then somebody stopping them, and you didn't. You can hold your hands right. You know, I could tell it immediately that that you know that was the Russian judge would just laughed him out of there. <laughs> no, that, I mean, but they st- yeah they do have the skating ring. That was the big deal when we would go to Dallas. Uh, is uh, we'd go to the Galleria and uh, and watch the uh, the skaters. I don't think we ever skated because you know we were like little kids. I think we have. I think there's at some point. I think our family and, we did that. You can rent skates. They don't have lessons going all the time. We went out there and. Phil and Anna laughed at each other. Yep. And then, uh, then we'd go to the pep rally over by uh, Reunion Arena and uh, absolutely get that going on. That's what we did back in you know, yeah, many many years I, ago. I've got one gripe about uh, Globe Life Field. You know the the stadium. They didn't have all of their restaurants cranking. Mm. And you know we read all the reviews. They're ranked. You know what's there? Thirty major league ballparks. I don't know how many there are. Is there thirty now? Thirty two. They're ranked like 17th. You know, if you do get, guess who's got the number one food, ballpark food anywhere? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, we looked got, it up. It's got to be a newer place. Uh, Not really. Really? Okay. Um, Dodger Stadium. They're 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 okay, um, but it's Seattle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Got, yeah. And they've got yeah, all sense. the, you know, they've got all the tuna. They got all the fish. They got all. You know, and it's and apparently every single thing is like off the charts. So St. Louis is that, way down the list. Kansas City's right in the middle, but their their number one thing is the boomstick. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a hot dog. It's a two foot hot dog, and it's got chili, jalapeno, and everything. Well, the restaurant that has those was not open. Oh, so we couldn't get one. So limited uh, offering. Because, oh, it was very limited because yeah. they knew there was going to be you know. Fifteen to eighteen thousand, you know. There, it's like you know, we don't need to have everything open. Maybe it's my picky eater side, but I've never gone to a game and eaten non-game food. Like I would consider fish a non-game food, and I've never, yeah, it never crossed my mind. Depends on how it's fixed, you know. Yeah. It's like a, you know, I mean, a dog you and, a, into, and a but and a, and you've a soda been to, have you been enough. to Seattle? No, I haven't been to Seattle. So you go to Seattle. And you go to the Fisherman's Wharf area, and there's like 40 restaurants, and, you know, the boats come in. It is a cool beans place. I mean, it's just a, you know, I went there in 95, you know, when the Final Four there and spent at least two nights down there eating. Like, uh, I wouldn't eat sushi at a football game. Like, I just wouldn't well, do I, it. But I don't know? think, I, you don't have to. Yeah, but you, you, there's other things fish-related that are really good. And what we don't get, in Arkansas, that kind of taints our view of all this is fresh fish. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it's so good. It is so good. You know, we went deep sea fishing in Cabo, you know, in the Pacific, and brought back Mai Mai, which they call it Dorado, and brought it, you know, they cleaned it on the boat. We walk, you know, walked off the boat, handed it to a restaurant. There's 30 restaurants there. And then we came back in an hour, and they fixed it. And, gosh, it was it's as good as anything you've ever eaten. And I mean, my is good, but it's, they fixed it. They fixed it grilled. They fixed it blackened. They fixed, fixed it sauteed. They brought it out, you know, four different, well, there were nine of us, you know, four different ways. Uh, I don't think there was any fried, but it's just when you get something that fresh and cooked and prepared right. And that's what they're doing in that, that ballpark in Seattle. It's fresh and they, you know, you, they know what they're doing. So it's, I think it's, it's, and they say it's worth going to the ballpark to, you know, to have, get a basket of fish. What about this uh, here on the McClarty Journal hotline? Uh, Grant says at Coors Field, they have elk bratwurst. Mm-hmm. What about that? Elk is good, man. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't know if there's. Yep. I've got stuff to do now. I got to go try this stuff out at some point in my life. Get to Coors well, Field. You're right. One of the Seattle. one of the top one of the top rated uh, ballpark food destinations. Cleveland never would have guessed it. Wow. Never would have guessed. It. But apparently, well, it's like Clay, they're trying to figure a reason for you to go there. Clay, when you're in Cleveland, everything is better than being in Cleveland. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I mean, that's the. Is it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. It's worth doing there. It's also Cleveland. known as the Mistake on the Lake. Yeah. Yeah. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.